Get ready, Avalanche Territory. It's now time for the Mile High Hockey Podcast with Mike Evans on your home for the most Avalanche content. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Hey everybody, welcome to the Mile High Hockey Podcast. I am your host, Mike Evans, and uh, every week try to get some, uh, some cool guests on to just chop it up about the, the game of hockey and the Avalanche and who better to visit with again? Adrian Dater, our Avalanche insider at uh, DenverFan.com and on 104.3 The Fan. Also, of course, outstanding coverage of the Avalanche in the NHL at ColoradoHockeyNow.com. As a uh, fan, I highly recommend you subscribe for tremendous coverage all season long. Adrian, thanks for taking the time. And let's just jump in really, I think, to a big issue that the NHL is dealing with, and that is a big increase in the number of uh, COVID cases, some 30 players and staff members going into the COVID protocols. What does this mean? And, and what kind of conversations are you hearing about the NHL as to how they're going to deal with all this? Well, Mike, it's great to be on. First of all, thanks. Uh, yeah, this is getting to be serious again. I mean, uh, 30 guys got postponed games. There's talk that the Avs game against Nashville could be postponed tomorrow. They've got an outbreak now in Nashville. Uh, A lot of questions whether the Avs are actually going to be getting on a plane today and going to Nashville. Um, You've got Carolina wild game postponed. You've had Calgary Flames in in a pause with a breakout. The Islanders, the Senators have had already games postponed. Uh, I think a lot of people are just um, – I think one thing that's getting very clear is NHL ain't going to the Olympics. Like, Ooh. that's that's gone. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, that's, there, there's, that's your, there's your headline right there. Well, okay, walk me through this. Why? Well, because it's, first of all, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, problems. If you get uh, test positive or anything in Beijing – the government can keep you there for for weeks, you know, until they until they clear you. You're you're going to be put in a quarantine for a long time in Beijing if you if you test positive. Um, um, so number one, that's scaring everybody. Nobody wants to be in a hotel in a quarantine in uh, in Beijing for three or four weeks, um, um, or you know, however long they want to do that. Government, you know, the government there really can do what they want when it comes to their safety. So, uh, uh, you know, and, and the NHL apparently has told players, the NHLPA said that uh, basically, you know, uh, we can't, we can't be, you're in in control of yourself only when that happens. We can't really do anything for you once it, once that happens. It's, it's up to the government of China. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, all, all kinds of issues there. Now that we've got, the variant mushrooming everywhere. Um, do you want to be taking the chance to get a positive test? Or if you have symptoms too, you know, you're going to be there for, for at least, I was told, you know, two weeks or something or more probably uh, in a quarantine situation. So everybody's scared about that. Now, you know, you can't even play games here in North America. What's it going to be like in China? Um, so the talk is that, uh, you know, there's still a little time. Maybe 
if 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 everything you know the variant the omicron variant sort of calms down and people and more data comes in about its you know seriousness um there's still time to maybe change their minds and go but i mean the talk that i hear around nhl circles is that uh, beijing is is, is a, you know the olympics are gone that's, wow that's, that I would mean, be Big. That'd be that'd be. I mean, you're talking well, about a schedule that NHL. Ha- yeah, as far as the NHL goes, I mean, they'll still play hockey. Well, yes, somewhere. they'll but... have pros somewhere around there. Uh, there's always going to be a bunch of guys that'll go play the Olympics. But yeah, the NHL doesn't. I would I would put it you know 99 to one that they're not going to play. Wow, that is. Well, I think that qualifies as uh, breaking bombshell well, news. I, I'm I'm definitely curious to see how this one plays out here moving forward. Now. As far as all these players going into COVID protocols, uh, games being postponed, what you just talked about with the Olympics, this is an entirely vaccinated league. And the idea was that, hey, go out, get the shot, and this is going to really improve and increase the likelihood that you get to play and that your team gets to play. So at some point for a league that's completely vaccinated – does the NHL need to ease their protocols? No. In fact, if anything, I hear the protocol is going to get a lot stricter. Uh, if NHL players have been tested once every three days this season. Now we're told the talk is that it's going to be once every day again. Um, because of uh, you know increased cases just lead to this. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist, but uh, they uh, the talk that I hear is it's going to be an increased protocol, and it's going to be more of a situation from last year. Uh, I think Elliot Friedman, the excellent hockey writer from uh, Canada, said that uh, you know he also has been told that you know the players are going to have to be in total lockdown on when they go on the road again. Uh, can't go out of the hotel. Can't go out of their rooms really much. Um, social distancing, uh, can't go to, you know, to the supermarket at home much. And, you know, maybe, uh, you know, basically on lockdowns except to go to the rink and back. So that's where we're at again. Uh, this, this, uh, new variant is really, and, and, you know, I know Friedman also wrote in his column last night that, uh, some of the new positives are, from NHL players are have the Omicron variant. That's that's what's coming up in the in the uh, the results. So that's going to affect everybody again. And it's a it's a situation where we're all sort of sitting around waiting to see what's going to happen. But uh, I think there's going to be a pause of some kind, even if the NHL does not go to the Olympics. I don't think that they're going to uh, play hockey in the NHL. Maybe at that time. Now that or sometime around there because they're going to, you know, they're going to pause things to hopefully calm everything down and just stop it with the cases. If they were not going to have a schedule then anyway, maybe they'll just, you know, they could just say, all right, well, everybody has three weeks off anyway. And uh, that's February though. That's a little ways out. All right. But, but, but help me out with yeah. this, Adrian, because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pro vaccine. I, I got my shots. I'm going to get my booster yep. shot here in the next couple of, of, yep, of weeks and stuff like that. So I'm all in favor of it, but, this was sort of sold to me and others 
that you do this and your 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 life is you're you're able yep. to kind of go about your life a little bit more normally than people who don't and yet you're talking about a league that is entirely vaccinated right being thrown in complete chaos and upheaval doesn't that seem to defeat the purpose of what all these players well, were urged to do yeah well but you know if a person tests positive that's different right you can't put him on the ice can't play him um it, there are some of course some people who say well just play him anyway if he's not symptomatic um that's a that's an argument that yeah, I'm not going to sit and make probably, but you know that that let others make that maybe. Yeah, of course we're all frustrated about this. I mean, yeah, the Devontae's was vaccinated and he's he tested positive and he's got symptoms, so that's technically what a breakthrough case. Um, they never said that couldn't happen though. You know, the vaccines are. I think the vaccines. Everybody, what's sold about the vaccines is that you're not going to be seriously ill and go to the hospital and die uh, if you catch it, but you still could catch it, you know, and uh, uh, that's what the vaccines are sold as. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't that you're never going to catch it again is, you know, there's the difference. So if you test positive though, the NHL scientists, you're going to say, Hey, look, you can't be out there skating around with other guys because you're going to, you know, they're going to catch it too. So. Or be around personnel around right. the team and things so, like that. You know, that's the problem. It's not that the, you know, we, you know, you're, you're arguing the fact, Hey, you know, and I know you're not saying this personally, but you know, when you say, Hey, you know, why can't we just play? We're all vaccinated. Well, that didn't, that's not what the vaccines are sold as technically. They were sold that you wouldn't get seriously ill and die if you caught it, but it, it doesn't sound like they prevent the, uh, of testing positive any more than you, you know, than the, than if you were vaccinated or not. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right about that. That, that, that's for sure. Uh, okay. Let's put the COVID talk aside for a second. <laughs> we're, we're talking with Adrian Deer, but I, 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 we had to start with it because it's a, yeah, a, a huge, yeah. huge, I mean, the, and, and, and what one a topic in the league and what a number bombshell, right now. what a bombshell you just delivered about the uh, idea well, that 99, don't, don't take it as gospel. No, but, but, you know, but I'm, I'm, I, well, I will, I will make sure that however I couch, it'll be in Adrian <laughs> Dater's opinion based on what he's yeah. hearing from informed sources, the Olympics, for the NHL is looking very, very dicey. Uh, yeah. You were very vocal on social media and at ColoradoHockeyNow.com following the big hit on the Avs Jacob McDonald that left him uh, stretchered off the ice. And your point was, hey, it's hockey. These kind of hits are going to happen. Jared Bednar came on right after the game and said it was a clean hit. What what was your re- What kind of reaction did you get from that take, and more importantly, how does the NHL view this moving forward? Do they continue to say these will hits will happen, it's a byproduct of the game, or will they go full NFL and do their best to legislate it completely out of the game, even the clean hits? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I think most <clears throat> most people, you know, agreed uh, with me that it was a clean hit, and uh it was unfortunate, of course, that a lot of Avalanche fans were mad that, and rightly so, that the guy got hurt. And, uh, you know, it would be too if I was an Avalanche teammate. So, um, but uh, look, I mean, uh, I mean, 
Jacob McDonald, uh, you know, was coming out of the corner. He had his head down a little bit. Um, he took a, he took some time with the puck, and that allowed uh, Lomberg from Florida to sense that and and you know make a good run at him and, hit, and deliver a hard hit. Uh, again, I think it was clean. I don't think it was targeted to the head. I don't think the league believed that either. Um, but you know, but obviously it looked terrible when he was down on the ice and taken off on a stretcher. You know, but. He was walking around in the game after the game, um, and I hear he's doing fine now. Not fine, but he's doing well, and he's going to be recovered pretty pretty soon. Um, so, um, he, uh, you know, some people – I mean, I take exception to people wanting to turn hockey into just a, you know, a, a, not a non-contact sport, but people who want to take – I just don't think you can legislate that kind of thing out of the game. It's like the, a lot of people said, well, got to eliminate hits the head. Um, okay. Good luck with that. I mean, um, you know, I'd like to legislate everybody not running a red light or two, you know, in, in, in the world and maybe a car accident happening sometimes, but it's going to happen. Um, there's penalties for it. If you do it, my point about this is the NHL has had a lot of, done a lot of work to try and take, I think, hits uh, to the head away, penalize them severely if they happen. Uh, the the NHL instituted a new rule uh, several years ago, and Matt Cook hit uh, Mark Savard from the Bruins. with a, That was a hit from the side. They, they eliminated, you know, they, they said any hits from the side, the blind side, are going to be severely dealt with. And uh, I think that they, you know, they have. When those happen, they've been dealt with severely. We only need to look at Nazem Kadri last season for the Avalanche with his hit on Justin Falk. So um, I don't see those types of hits happening as much anymore. And when they do, the the league comes down severely against the player. And I think that that's cut those things down now. But this was a different hit. This was a head-on-hit um this was a hit where a guy did have his head down and that's like it or not. That's what first things people are taught in hockey is keep your head up. Uh, especially when you're carrying the puck and, uh, he didn't and he paid for it with a heavy hit. I, we haven't heard from Jacob McDonald yet, but I bet I guarantee you. And if, if we do hear from him, he's going to say, yeah, that was a clean hit. I had, I had my head down and I, you know, I got to be better than that. Now that doesn't mean that you just applaud Lomberg maybe and just say, Oh, great job. Yeah, you go after him too, and you. I just, you know, you know me, Mike. I, I, I like physical hockey, and I like. Uh, I don't like guys getting hurt. Of course, I don't want to see guys on a stretcher. Of course, but uh, I don't see how you legislate hits to the head. I don't even think that technically was a hit to the head anyway. So, um, have you, you seen know, a drop off? <laughs> have you seen a drop off in the? physicality in hockey over the last yeah, uh, so. several years? Yeah. I don't see the, I don't think you see the big, uh, I don't think you see the big, big, big bone crushing hits as much as you used to. I mean, we don't see the Kevin, uh, uh, Kevin Scott Stevens type of hits as much anymore. Those big bone crushing hits coming across the middle. You don't see that as much anymore. 
Um, Rod Blake used to have a ton of those. Man, I used to just flinch when I saw those coming, sitting up in the press box. Mm-hmm. You could see it coming, yeah. and you're like, ah, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? um, so I don't see those as much anymore because I don't think players want to deal with the suspension aspect if the guy gets hurt. Um, occasionally you still see one, but not much. Uh, so that's one thing. And, uh, yeah, I don't see guys just getting hammered through the glass like you used to see as much anymore. You used to see guys just taking runs at guys and just hitting them hard into the glass and just, you know, trying to get things stirred up. I don't think you see it as much. I really don't. I so think, when, uh, when you hear a team, when you hear a team described as being a heavy team, heavy to play against, we certainly saw it, yeah. you know, with Vegas and the Avs in the playoffs. How How is that team playing then? Describe what playing heavy means in today's NHL. Well, I think it's a good, hard four check still. I mean, it hasn't disappeared. Good hard four checking on the puck, uh, getting in on that defenseman and giving him a hit. Yeah, nothing, you know, nothing too dirty. I don't see uh, Vegas. You know, has penalties at times that they take with players. Some guys that hit harder than others, and some maybe use an elbow here and there. But uh, heaviness means, yeah, you both ways too. When you're on the puck, you can't get knocked off on his watch. You know, you got big guys you can take hits and just keep the puck still but mostly i think of a heavy team means a hard forechecking team that pins you in your zone and uh with just just big bodies that, that are able to get in on you uh and, and obviously around the net too if you can play your feet and score goals that's a heavy team but uh yeah yeah it's heavy team doesn't not mean like it used to be and i don't think where you're just going out and just laying guys out all the time the avalanche are in a Span right now as we talk, where they're thirteen two and one in their last sixteen games. What has stood out to you to explain how this team has gotten hot? I think it's been uh, with all the goals scored, you know, and all that. I think it's been the defense that's been the the real reason. They're keeping chances down for teams. You're not seeing a lot of. Odd man rushes going the other way. Uh, keep, they're keeping the play in front of them, as Jared Bednar loves to say. You know, not behind them. Um, they're not chasing the puck so much. They're keeping play in front of them. They're keeping it pretty good gaps, as they say, defensively. And yeah, good, good, solid defense, keeping chances down. You're not seeing guy teams, you know, roll up big numbers as much, except for that one game and uh, uh, well, two games really, the Toronto game and the Ottawa game. Uh, I think you have to blame that more on just uh, pretty bad goaltending those two games. You know, uh, Johansson and uh, uh, Johansson started both games, and uh, uh, Annan finished one of them. So, uh, you know, that's been a key. But yeah, what also helps when you're averaging five, six, seven goals a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so they they're fast. I mean, just watching the game last night, boy, they just, they're too fast for teams. The Rangers couldn't keep up with their speed at times. Um, you saw the game winning goal or Nutrius can just slip, sort of slipped away on a breakaway. Um, you know, McKinnon was flying around again. Yeah, they, McCarr, uh, they're, uh, they're a handful right now. <clears throat> they are, uh, they're a wagon as a lot of people say in hockey. Uh, and they're missing three key guys right now too. So have you seen? He never gets healthy. Have you seen? Yeah, exactly. You know, if we keep saying, wait until they're whole. Hey, they may never be yeah. whole, and it, it may yeah. not matter. Have you seen in the way that they're playing, or in in talking to 
players and coaches the lessons that were learned from the loss to Vegas in the playoffs and and how they're trying to apply it this year. Have you seen any anything direct from yes, I, that, that series to this year? Yes, I think I have. I've seen a more uh, team, more physical team, a team that plays doesn't take as much, uh, let's call it uh, BS from opponents. They're not uh, they're not just taking it and skating away. They're getting back in there. Uh, the team's faces a little bit more. They went out and got Curtis McDermott, who won a fight against Ryan Reeves last night. The yeah. big, big, big guy from the Rangers who gave them who was an intimidating factor in last year's playoffs for Vegas. I don't care what anybody says, he was. Uh, and uh, uh, so that's one thing. Uh, they are initiating more. I think they, their actual hit totals are still up, even though they play with the puck more, which is uh, interesting because you usually take more hits when you have the puck more. It just makes sense, right? Um, uh, but they, they have to play with the puck a lot and, and still delivering hits other elsewhere there's very few shifts i see uh now where the abs aren't delivering some kind of pretty good hit uh at least somewhere on the four check or on d uh, i think the addition of jack johnson has given them more physicality and uh you know you see like guy like miko Rantman playing he plays pretty nasty game now like he doesn't take any much stuff anymore i think he finally woke up and realized that you know how, how big he is this this year and uh like I'm a pretty big dude. I don't need to take anything from anybody. And uh, he's throwing his weight around more. He doesn't take anything. He fights you right back now. So I think that's a difference. I think this team just was told, look, you guys can't. You know, you have a reputation of being soft, and the team, the reputation around the league is to to hit you guys, and you'll get you'll get uh, you know flustered, or you'll you'll get hurt, and you will get scared, or something. And you won't fight back. Well, I think that that attitude is been expressed well by Bednar and uh, so far so good. Now let's see when they do come playoff time when the physicality is going to get ramped up. But uh, yeah, I do, I do notice a difference. Final thought. We just saw the Rangers come through town with Chris Drury as the president and general manager of the New York Rangers. Kind of get used to uh, the idea of him in charge. What have been your impressions of him and what are, what are people saying about Chris Drury, the GM? Well, first of all, he's uh, he's a great guy, and I've always always gotten along with him. <clears throat> he's kind of become, uh, you know, the the hockey version of uh, Greta Garbo, though. He, he doesn't do any interviews, as far as I know. Uh, maybe a group interview once in a while on a podium, but uh, he's funny. He you can say hi to him and stuff, but uh, you know, he doesn't want to go on the record with any interviews. So that's that's one thing that's kind of weird. He was always a pretty private player, but, um, you know, he would at least do <laughs> interviews and stuff. I kind of give him grief about this, of course, but uh, that's just the way he wants it. Uh, you know, he's a winner, man. Um, I know the Rangers are slipping a little lately, but look at their record. I think it's, you know, 18-5-4 and four or something. Um, nobody expected that. I think he made a good hire in Gerard Gallant. He made a tough decision. I mean, he comes in and fires his former – uh, Boston University, uh, if not teammate, not not a teammate, I don't think, but uh, you know, cohort from Boston University, uh, David Quinn, um, and and fires him, brings in Gerard Gallant, 
And uh, looking like a good move. He made he's made the Rangers more physical. He brought in Ryan Reeves. He uh, he too had a team that was called you know soft and took too many hits, didn't fight back. You remember the Tom Wilson incident from last year that the Rangers took, where they got their our TV Panarin got roughed up by Wilson, and the Rangers were accused of doing nothing about it. Uh, so uh, you know I like uh, <clears throat> I like the some of the moves he's made. I think he's got some problems still on defense. I did watch that game closely last night. Uh, Rangers have a couple good D men. But uh, there's still still some some uh, some some dead wood back there. Uh, you know they got Patrick Nemeth, the ex Av, who's really not very good. Um, but uh, you know they they're, they're going to be a playoff team, and uh, I've always said don't count it, don't count Chris Drury out on anything. That guy wins games. He's just a winner. You know, he wins the Little League Championship. He wins the College Hockey Championship. He wins the Stanley Cup. The only thing uh, missing is a cup as a GM. Same with Joe Sackick. Uh, one of those, I won't be surprised if both those guys get it, you know, uh, at some point. They're just both winners, but Drury is uh, just a winner, and it was it was a sad day when he was traded, literally and figuratively. It didn't work out for the Az very well. Adrian, always a pleasure to uh, chop it up with you, get a little long form, get a chance to stretch out and uh, talk pucks. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here on the Mile High Hockey Podcast. Well, it's my pleasure, and uh, always good to talk to the to great listeners of the fan on this uh, great podcast. I, I love to come on and want to come on again soon. All right. Well, keep promoting it as we continue to build it, and I love that you can use the great forum, the great platform you have there at coloradohockeynow.com. Avalanche fans, I urge you for 2022, uh, get signed up for outstanding Avalanche coverage throughout the entire season. Adrian, thank you very much. That'll do it for the Mile High Hockey Podcast. We'll see you again next week. Thanks so much, Mike.